Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for October 15, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Tonight's show brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check them out. The Super 25 comes out every Monday at USAToDayHSS.com. Also brought to you tonight by ScoreStream. The Thursday night games are underway. Check out our state-by-state -state scoreboards by going to High School Football footballamerica.com get the app when you go out to a game join the fun crowd score with everybody you can get it at scorestream.com also brought to you tonight by echo 1612 echo the guys that brought you instant replay on your sideline on your ipad they created it everybody else is following the replay comes in eight seconds after the play is over it's legal in all the states for games except for Texas and Massachusetts, but you can use it for practice. Go to echo1612.com to learn more, allowing you to coach better by showing the kids rather than just telling them what they did on the previous play. Also brought to you tonight by Crossover, crossover.com, crossover with a K. Get your free five-minute demo on how they can save you time and money on game film breakdown. They break down your film, and they do your opponent. It's great. It's really concise. Everybody that I've talked to loves it. Crossover with a K.com forward slash football, or you can just go to highschoolfootballamerica.com. Our banner ads are there for both crossover and echo, and it'll take you right there and get all the information you need. Also tonight, the good folks at Southern Sport joining us, the TDI Razor. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Get your pink spats, keeping those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes by going to tdirazor.com. That's razor with a U, tdirazor.com, R-A-Z-U-R.com, and use the code HSFA to get a discount on your order. 23 great colors, but right now the pink flying off <laughs> flying off the shell. So uh, welcome all of our partners into the show tonight. And what a week it's going to be. Uh, Thursday night games already underway, but a big week in the uh, High School Football America Top 25. We had quite a shakeup last week as number six, St. Thomas Aquinas, losing to Deerfield Beach. Uh, they tumble all the way to number 25, and that opened up some big things in the top of the national rankings. Uh, no bigger game this week than the one here in Southern California that I'm getting uh, real excited to check out tomorrow night. We're going to have a big preview for you tonight on the show as number four, St. John Bosco, takes on number 11, Modern Day in Trinity League action. The Trinity League, one of the best in the country year in and year out. Last Friday, I had a chance to check out the Braves and uh, Quentin Davis, who is doing an incredible job uh, in uh, place of Josh Rosen, who's now the true freshman starting quarterback at UCLA. Actually, Josh was on the sidelines last Friday as uh, Bosco just continued to roll offensively. They've got so many weapons uh, for Davis to choose from. Uh, Sean McGrew, the, the sprinter <laughs> running back. Uh, it, it's just phenomenal. And their defense, it, one of the quickest I've ever seen up front. So it will be a, a real challenge for modern day a very young team, a team that beat Bishop Ahmad, a team that was ranked in many of the ranking services, top 25. Uh, Bishop Ahmad preseason was in our other 25. They were hanging around the, the number 30 mark all year, but in the uh, season opener, I saw Modern Day against Amat. They beat him 24-17 after starting uh, six sophomores. And Bruce Rollinson talked after the game about uh, what the job was ahead of him. And then lo and behold, in the, the second game of the year, JT Daniels, the freshman quarterback, everybody expected to see him play a little bit in that first game. He did not, as uh, Matt McDonald did a wonderful job. But uh, in the second game, he broke his arm. JT Daniels came in, and boy, has he been on a roll undefeated. He's, he's broken just about every one. I think he may have broken every one of Matt Barkley's freshman records. Matt Barkley, who's now the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals, went on to USC. He was the uh, last freshman starter at uh, Modern Day, and they've had a long line of great quarterbacks. Uh, two Heisman Trophy winners, the last one being Matt Leinert. But anyway, JT Daniels, 119 passes so far, 18 touchdowns, 
only one pick. We're going to talk to JT on the show tonight along with Bruce Rollinson, his head coach, about uh, what lies ahead with Bosco. Also on the show tonight, we're going to have Jason Negro, who's going to break down the game for us and talk about JT Daniels and, and the job that's being done by Quentin Davis, his quarterback, who uh, spent a lot of time sitting behind Josh Rosen. And now that he's had a chance to perform, he has uh, not done too poorly, as you will hear uh, Coach Negro talk about. He'll cite how uh, he's been the uh, the guy in the middle of an offense that's averaging over 60 points a game. They beat Santa Margarita 62-14 after falling behind 14-7. I got to tell you, it's one of the best high school football teams I've ever seen. I've seen over a thousand games in person during my life over the course of 40 years, and this St. John Bosco team is pretty darn special. So looking forward to that game uh, tomorrow night in Santa Ana as uh, number 11 collides with number 4. But uh, that's not it. Uh, there's a lot of other big games around the country. Uh, that's the only one where we see uh, two nationally ranked teams going head-to-head. -head. But throughout the country, we've got a lot of big games. Uh, let's stick out here in California with one that I'm interested in, uh, Long Beach Poly. They are uh, going to uh, travel up north to take on De La Salle. De La Salle has rebounded. They have not lost since that season-opening loss on national television to Euless Trinity. The Spartans break back into the top 10 this week. They're at number 10. It'll be a good challenge. Long Beach Poly saw them earlier in the year. They now have uh, two quarterbacks that can get it done. Uh, Malik Henry, the five-star recruit, going to Florida State, uh, and Nolan McDonald, who uh, I saw him against Narbonne, looked very, very good. They're splitting time. Let's see if the uh, two-headed quarterback can take down the Spartans up in Northern California. Some other big games for you in the uh, D.C. area. DeMatha, number five. They dropped a notch last week from four to five. They take on Gonzaga. Both of those teams ranked in the Mid-Atlantic Regional Rankings. Uh, DeMatha, the number one team in the Mid-Atlantic Region. Gonzaga undefeated. It'll be fun to watch that game. Uh, in Indianapolis, number 17, Center Grove. They've already won their conference. They close out the regular season looking to go a perfect 9-0 and against Indianapolis Cathedral. The five-time state champs, they're moving up to 6A this year. So this could be a preview of a playoff game in Class 6A a little bit uh, later on here as uh, the Indiana playoffs will get started next week. Mail from Kentucky, up from 20-15 to 15 in the latest rankings. A big game this week against St. Xavier, the team from Louisville. So that'll be a fun one to keep an eye on. And speaking of St. X, St. Xavier from Ohio, the Cincinnati area, knocking off former number nine LaSalle last week. They pop into the top 25 at 24. We've got four Ohio teams in the national rankings right now. We have uh, St. Edward at 13. De LaSalle dropped to 19. Uh, Colerain is in there at 18. And, uh, and then we've got St. X at 24. All these big teams just taking time uh, beating up on each other. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the playoffs and uh, St. X will go out of state to take on uh, Warren Central from Indianapolis. A very good program there. So St. X will be challenged. All of those Ohio teams playing top-notch schedules throughout the year and that does make a difference in our national top 25 which as you all know unless you're just listening for the first time, is based upon an algorithm. It's not an opinion poll. So uh, the algorithm, the formula that we've created, we created in 2013, it goes beyond what everybody else does, and it's pretty darn accurate uh, from, from our perspective. So uh, all those Cincinnati teams uh, and, and, and St. Ed up around Cleveland able to break into the top 25. On Saturday, good game in New Jersey, Bergen Catholic. Uh, Jared Guantano, the, uh, the star quarterback for the Crusaders, out for the season. They won last week. They've got St. Joseph Regional coming up this weekend. And St. Joseph Regional had spent a lot of time in the top 25. Back-to-back uh, -to -back losses. Uh, big loss to uh, two-time defending Pennsylvania State champ St. Joseph's Prep in a battle of St. Joe's last Saturday. See if uh, the Green Knights can bounce back and uh, knock off. That's another area, the New Jersey area, where everybody just keeps knocking each other off. So that's a game to watch on Saturday. Keep up with all the scores throughout the weekend uh, right at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All of our scoreboards powered by score stream we have a top 25 scoreboard we have a state by state scoreboard so no matter where you are you can check it out couple of 
championship trophies being handed out this week as Alaska closes out its uh, small school and medium school seasons. The big schools will be playing the state semifinals. Championships set for next week in the big school, but uh, Soldotna going after its fourth straight state championship in Alaska in the medium school, taking on Kenai Central. You can follow that game on uh, the High School Football America scoreboard. And in the small school, once again, Nikiski back in the uh, state finals, fifth straight year that they're there. The Bulldogs taking on Ileson, the Ravens, in the small school championship. They met last year with um, a 55-51 victory by Ileson in that one. All right, uh, going to take our first break. When we come back, going to spend a lot of time breaking down the big top 25 matchup between St. John Bosco and Modern Day St. John Bosco, number two in the composite rankings that we do, the High School Football America composite rankings that put together all the national ranking services. They are up to number two, just four points behind number one, Bishop Gorman from Nevada. So the Braves are on the move, looking for that mythical national championship, breaking down the Braves and the Monarchs. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. 
Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 at usatodayhss.com. Well, as we mentioned at the top of the show, a huge showdown in Southern California, Trinity League style. Uh, it, there's no easy games, but uh, some just get a little bit bigger than others. And a good friend of the show is on the line right now to talk about uh, the St. John Bosco Braves ready to take on modern day. And Coach Jason Negro is on the line. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, thanks, Jeff. I really appreciate it, and uh, it was good seeing you Friday night. Yeah, well, that was impressive, and I'm going to get into that in in a second. But let's let's since you haven't been on since you know the preseason here. When I think of what you guys have done here in the non-league portion of your schedule, I think of ABC's Wide World of Sports. You know, spanning the globe to find <laughs> the the constant variety of high school football. You've been to Oregon, a two-time state champ, two-time state champ in St. Peter's in in New Jersey, and all that. And I mentioned this uh, after the game the other night. But let's let's kind of set the scene. Here for the listeners uh, that that don't get to see you, uh, how much did those huge games get you ready for you know last week's game against Santa Margarita and this week against Modern Day and what's still to come before you? Well, I think it's important if you want to try to emulate what you're going to see in your league uh, when you're scheduling. So I think that's the number one focus when I try to put the league schedule or the non-league schedule together is try to take a look at the opponents that we potentially can play that are going to match us up with as you know, close to the comparisons of the league. We have a very competitive league, as you know, runs a, a couple different styles of offenses and defenses. So when we go out to look for scheduling games, we look for guys that are going to get us most prepared. And, you know, having the opportunity to play a couple state champions, you know, uh, on the road, you know, in their environments is just something that I think is going to get us ready. I mean, having to go to St. Peter's Prep in New Jersey and play a state champion in that, in that venue, hopefully is going to get us ready to go play a modern day at the Santa Ana Bowl on Friday night when they're under so, I mean, that's, that's the type of thing that we're trying to do constantly, and, and we really embrace those types of games, and we really enjoy having tough physical football games with a lot of talent and well-coached teams because we think it's going to get us ready for the league. Talking to Jason Negro tonight, head coach at St. John Bosco in Bellflower, California. Big showdown. Uh, they're number uh, four in our uh, Super 25, uh, number two in uh, USA Today's Super 25, and modern day at number 11. Before we move on, Coach, uh, I had a good chance to, to find out what happened when you went back east to, to New York City, and it was not just football there, and Jesse Christensen, your operations uh, head of operations there for the football program, explained it to me. Um, tell me a little bit about that experience and what it was like. I know you guys saw 9-11, you went to West Point. It had to be the coolest thing in the world for these kids. Is there any way to put it into words? No, I mean, it's it's very difficult to put it just into words. I mean, just uh, the time that we were able to spend as a group, uh, I think there was 85 of us total. We had 65 kids and, and about 20, you know, traveling members of, of adults with us. And just to be able to experience the entire East Coast was, you know, for the time that we were there was pretty special. I mean, we, we got to see 9-11 in the memorial and really stand in the spot where, you know, one of the greatest events in American history took place. And for our kids to be able to experience that, because many of them, you know, had it not been for us and us, our traveling would ever experience something like that. And you see so much more than you do in a history book. And we got to go to a Yankee stadium and watch the Yankees play, which was a pretty neat experience. And 
and, and probably the, the tip of the, you know, or the, the topping on, on top of the, the, the Sunday, so to speak, is, was going to West Point. West Point was just a tremendous opportunity. We got to practice in Mikey Stadium, uh, you know, and stand there and, and, and really witness. You know, I think there were three Heisman trophies and four, uh, four you know, national championship teams that played in that same area. You know, so it was really cool to be ex- to be able to experience that and to provide that for our kids. And our kids were tremendous the entire trip. They really focused, and we really understood we needed to go play a football game, you know, on Saturday as well. And we, and we performed really well. So I was just really, you know, pleased with the overall trip as a whole. I mean, the travel was great, and our kids handled it extremely well. And and I, you know, I know when they go off to college, they're going to be able to handle it at their universities, you know, moving forward. So uh, it was great to see that out of our young men. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I told Jesse the one thing, you, the only thing you really missed was uh, the fall foliage at, at Mikey. That that's hard to beat. I've been there. It's yeah, really you know, we were just a couple weeks short. Apparently, that's what they told us. So, oh, it's uh, so maybe beautiful. we'll go back in the future. <laughs> there yeah. you go, Jason yeah. Negro on the line tonight. Uh, getting ready uh, are the, uh, the the St. John Bosco Braves for Modern Day on Friday night in the Trinity League, and uh, 60 points per game. Actually, uh, closer to 64 points per game at this point. And uh, you know, everybody was wondering what would happen when Josh Rosen left and went to UCLA well I I think the answer is loud and clear Uh, (laughs) 60 points though I mean in in your wildest dreams at the uh, in the preseason or early in the year did you ever think we'd be sitting here saying yeah we were averaging 64 points a game yeah no not not when you looked at our schedule and you looked at who we had to play um, you know, and then obviously playing Margarito, many thought you know would have an opportunity to win the league and you know obviously they may still but you know, going through the first six weeks, we, we didn't have any idea that we would be as explosive as we have been. Um, you know, we knew we had some talented individuals coming back, especially up front. You know, all those receivers that Josh had to kind of break in, and, and they cut their teeth last year at varsity level. You know, Josh, um, you know, kind of, and, you know, his statistics suffered a little bit because, you know, his inability to, um, you know, have those guys make big plays where it's the reverse this year. Quentin's done a really good job, you know, of really putting the ball where it needs to be, and the guys are making plays. And, and again, we're good up front, and Sean is the running back, and, 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 and Terrence Beasley, those two guys have done a tremendous job running the football. So um, I, I'm really pleased to this point. Um, I, I couldn't. Uh, be more proud or, or happier with the performance of Quentin. And it's certainly, um, we knew he was a great football player, uh, you know, and he, he's benefiting from a lot of talented individuals around him as well. Fell behind 14-7 Friday night. And in some ways, you probably, while you never want to be behind, you, you got a punch there. And we know that happens in the Trinity League. Was that, is that something as a coach where you're like, yeah, I'd like to see this team face a little adversity? Because you, you really didn't do during the non-league portion of your schedule. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's something that you can look back and say, yeah, it's great to be behind and we got to battle back and we got to show some resolve and things like that. But, you know, that's 2020. But in the, in the moment, no, it's, you know, you're just sitting there going, man, what's going on here? But in reality, you know, we talk about it every single week. You know, we've got targets on our chest and we understand that people are going to give us their best effort. And, um, you know, we've had an opportunity to kind of be on the, on the, on the top of this league over the last couple of years. So there adds extra motivation from all our teams that we're going to play. Um, and, and they're, they're good. I mean, that's what people need to realize. We have really good opponents that we're going to play up here in the next four weeks. And, um, they're well coached and they've got good talented players and they've got a lot of pride and tradition in their programs. And they're not going to roll over just because it's St. John Bosco. I mean, it's, you know, our kids need to understand that we're going to get people's best efforts. And, and again, these guys are talented teams that can win playoff games and, and potentially win a division. So we need to make sure that, that understand it's a four quarter game. It's 48 minutes long and we need to weather some of the storms early, which we did on Friday night. And then once we kind of, you know, dig our boot heels in, we're going to be able to play the type of game we're potentially able to play. And we just need to understand it's going to be like that week after week. Jason Negro on the line tonight, St. John Bosco Football and High School Football America, brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Coach, um, you talked about the weapons, uh, Sean McGrew, uh, Quentin Davis, who's stepped up in such a way after Josh and all that. Um, tell me about how you, uh, the offensive side of things, how you approach you know, making sure all those weapons are being used. I mean, is, is it kind of a you go in with the game plan and then you, you, you feel it as you go through if somebody's got a hot hand? How, how do you handle all those weapons? 
Well, I think that number one thing is, you know, we're really well coached offensively and we spend a lot of time in our preparation and doing those types of things. So in terms of going into a game, you know, once we see what they're giving us and, and some of the adjustments that they may have made, you know, that are different from what we have seen on film, you know, we got to take some time and, you know, we got the iPad system that we use on the sideline. So once we're able to kind of evaluate that, then we're going to be able to attack things differently. And, you know, basically we have a game plan going into the game and sometimes we just roll with it and sometimes we have to make some adjustments depending on what we're getting. But the whole thing is, is it's based on what the defense has given us. So if they're going to, you know, put, you know, eight guys into the box and play a single high safety, then we're going to be able, we're going to have to throw the ball to be successful. And if they're going to play too high and, and leave us with a seven-man box, it's a counting game, and we're going to run the ball with Sean. So, you know, we're basically going to take a look at what the defense is going to give us, and, and we're going to attack it that way. And every single thing that we do is a run-pass option. So, um, you know, we try to make sure that the defense can't be right. And, and you talked about the, the hindsight, that 2020 that everybody has the luxury of in life. Um, watching Quentin the other night, you know, at quarterback, very composed. Is there any way to look back over the last two years as he sat behind Josh Rosen and, and, and you can say, you know, gee, I, I kind of saw that, that Quentin w- was getting ready for this moment. You, 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 his, he, he was watching Josh. He was absorbing it. Is there any way to do that, you know, in hindsight, now six games into the season, saying, yeah, I, I could see where that, you know, progression was occurring? Um, yeah, without question. I mean, we, you know, we we had opportunities to play Quentin in a couple games last year, and he was extremely talented. We've known that, you know, since day one he's been here on campus. So, you know, we knew that he had the ability. We knew that, you know, he had uh, the physical tools to be able to do it. Um, and, you know, he watched Josh prepare. He watched Josh uh, get ready for games. And, and he watched Josh, obviously, from the sideline, being able to perform in those games. And, and Quentin has certainly done his homework. And, and now that he's had his opportunity, he's going to go out and make the most of it. And, you know, he's obviously done a tremendous job, and his work's not done. He knows he's got a lot of long road to go, and hopefully we're going to be able uh, to continue to be successful as we go. But um, I, I don't think anybody in this office ever had any doubts that he would be performing at a high level, um, it, just, just based on, on the type of kid that he is and all the preparation that he puts in. Jason Negro on the line tonight, St. John Bosco uh, football being discussed, modern day coming up. And uh, yeah, one of the things that I love, by the way, after the game, uh, Quentin said to me, I'm having fun. This is just fun. And, I, you know, that was so refreshing. You know, I mean, we sometimes get lost in the ratings and all this other stuff. I mean, he was just having fun out there. Hey, let's, let's talk about on the other side, you've got a quarterback uh, that, that may remind you a little bit of a Josh Rosen. Uh, modern day has a freshman who's broken Matt Barkley's records with touchdown passes, uh, JT Daniels. Uh, what have you seen from him, and, and, and what do you know you got to do against him and company on Friday night? Well, I mean, JT is a tremendous player. I mean, and, you know, and it's unfortunately we're going to have to see him over the next four years <laughs> um, because uh, you know, much like they probably felt with Josh, but you know, JT is a tremendous player. Uh, he, you know, he's extremely talented, and the, one of the things that I see out of him. Um, you know, he's got the physical abilities. He's got the good arm and he throws, he can throw the fade ball really well. He throws the back shoulder ball extremely well. Um, he's extremely accurate. He takes care of the football, doesn't make mistakes. But the thing that's most impressive to me is how composed he is. Um, you know, he, nothing seems to rattle him. You know, there's been people that have gotten pressure to him and he's able to pick himself up and get right back in there. So, uh, he's obviously been coached up pretty well as they do over there. And, um, you know, we, we're not concerned the fact that he's a freshman or anything like that. We're, you know, he, he's as good as any quarterback we've seen all year, and we're going to just approach it um, that way. And we're not going to get all wrapped up in the age or anything like that because he's a talented individual, and we got to go play against him and, and the rest of his football team. So, um, but what he's been able to do so far this year has been pretty impressive. And uh, just you know, final question: What are what are the things that you uh, you're you're kind of putting on the the chalkboard or the grease board, whatever you guys use this week, to say these are the things that we have to do to make sure the Braves come out on top? You know, I think that you know, obviously, it's the standard things in high school football. Is is you know, we're ultimately going to have to protect the ball and be efficient offensively. Um, you know, I think that that's big. The special teams are going to play very large. You know, we've had some problems against them uh, in the special teams games the last couple of years. You know, if you go back even to 13 in the finals, they blocked like three punts for us that year, um, and one of them was in the finals. So last year they blocked the punt for a touchdown. So we've got to be better in the special team game for for sure. Uh, That's one area. And then, you know, like I said, you know, we've got to protect the football offensively, be efficient. And then defensively, you know, I think we're going to have to make them throw the ball a little bit. 
Uh, but then that's dangerous because he's got so many weapons and he does such a good job throwing it. But, you know, uh, the, the Brandon LaMarche kid that's running the ball, uh, I believe his name is, he, yep. he's pretty talented himself, and they're good up front. And um, they really put JT in some pretty good situations because of uh, their ability to run the ball. So they're, they're definitely a formidable force, and um, it's going to be a battle the entire 48 minutes Friday night. And, you know, hopefully our kids are going to be able to be amped up and excited to be able to play in that environment. And, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. But I, I tell you what, we're pretty excited over here. I'm, I'm excited to go and watch it. Yeah, I, if you can't get amped up for, for this game coming yeah. up Friday night, you may want to go get yourself checked out. Coach, we always appreciate it. Yeah, I, I certainly don't need any speeches. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, if, if you got to give a big motivational speech to get fired up for this thing. Something's wrong. So we're just going to go take it one game at a time and try to go 1-0 and this week. And, and hopefully if, if we do the things that we're capable of doing, I think we'll be okay. Well, Coach, we always appreciate you coming on. Appreciate your friendship. And uh, just it's been fun. We moved out here and, and have watched you build this over the last three, three and a half years. And it's just been fun. And, and you, you mentioned your staff. And I think I, I should do that before I go because we've had you on three or four times. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me about your staff. Let's get some of the guys in here by name. that Because it's not just you. You get a lot of the accolades. But can we get some of the names in here before we do go away? Yeah, I mean, without question, my, my two coordinators have been with me since since I got here at Bosco. My offense coordinator has been with me the entire time since Tribuco. And uh, Chad Johnson's offense coordinator does a tremendous job. My offensive line coach, uh, Jim Adams, has, has been with me again since the time that I was at Tribuco. So what's going on 13 years for those two guys? And then Chris King, my defensive coordinator, has been here in the last six years. Paul Diaz, our defensive line coach, is six years. And um, I got a real good, you know, lower uh, level coach. My head, my head freshman coach is my brother Jake, and he does a tremendous job getting those kids ready because we play a lot of sophomores. And um, I, I'm pretty fortunate. I, I think I have easily the best the best coaching staff in the Pac-5, if not the state. Nothing wrong with that. That helps you get those W's. Coach, appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you Friday night. Good luck. All right, Jeff. See you there. You're welcome. Jason Negro taking a break. Coming back, we're going to talk with the uh, the other head coach, Bruce Rollinson. The, Longtime coach at Modern Day. That and more, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets be gone the debris inhibitor razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, 
extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. Welcome back to High School Football America. At the top of the show, we were talking about all the uh, big games in the top 25. I missed one. want to mention it right now. Uh, number six, Euless Trinity taking on South Lake Carroll in Texas in a big district game coming up on Friday night. Euless uh, uh, popping, Euless uh, Trinity popping all the way from its preseason number 23 perch up to uh, into the top 10, and now they're at number six. They did that after beating at that time number one De La Salle, the preseason number one. Uh, De La Salle, again, as we said at the top of the show, big game against Long Beach Poly tomorrow night. The big game in the country is what we're talking about on the show tonight. If you, uh, you're just joining us, we just spoke with Jason Negro, the head coach at St. John Bosco, number four, taking on number 11, Modern Day. And Modern Day has, uh, has been one of the teams in Southern California that has been making national news for a long, long time under Bruce Rollinson, the longtime head coach. Uh, Bruce has uh, he's just really cranked out a lot of good players along the lines, a lot of good quarterbacks. We're going to talk about his latest. You heard Jason Negro talk about JT Daniels, the first freshman at Modern Day to start since Matt Barkley did it. Uh, so uh, you know Daniels is pretty darn good, and uh, Coach Rollinson has led uh, modern day to two national championships, uh, two USA Today national championships, and uh, they are the uh, they were, we were the only ones that had the Monarchs in the uh, preseason top 25 nationally. Proud of our algorithm that did that. They came out of the gate with a big win over Bishop Amat. Most of the ranking services had Amat in the top 25. We had him just outside of that, and uh, from that point on, uh, the. Uh, Monarchs have been rolling a big game last week, a, a great game uh, against Orange Lutheran, who St. John Bosco will still have in the Trinity League. Always hard to play Chuck Peterson's team. They run that triple threat offense and uh, not, not easy to uh, get ready for them. So that's still lying ahead for uh, for St. John Bosco, but the, the task ahead of them right now is to shut down an offense that is averaging 60 points, actually close to 64 points, Per ball game, Quentin Davis, uh, the senior quarterback who spent a lot of time behind Josh Rosen, the now quarterback at UCLA, has been the trigger man for an offense that is out of this world good. I saw him last week against Santa Margarita. I think the defense is even better. I mean, they are quick. They're one of the quickest defenses I have ever seen at the high school level, so it's going to be a real challenge 
for um, for JT Daniels and company. Now, uh, you know, Bruce Rollinson, as I said, has been around a long time. And, and this year when I saw the, the Amat game, the first thing that Bruce talked about afterwards, after they beat Amat, was how many sophomores he had started on offense. And the, uh, the uh, sophomores continue to mature. They're no longer sophomores from a uh, on-the-field aspect. The aspect. They are certainly that obviously when it comes to uh, what class they're in but uh, coach Rollinson when I saw him on Monday out at the practice field said you know it, it, it's still a learning process but uh, he's very very pleased with how far they've come along you know in the old days in the 90s if we had six sophomores make the varsity club that would be a large number and they would and they would maybe be on special teams i got six sophomores starting on offense plus a freshman quarterback so it's it's a whole different mental approach by all of us coaches you you've got a fine line of how much pressure do you put on them how much do you get in their dish when they make mistakes because they're going to make mistakes and, and they have no bearing uh, I was talking to them about how last week was our first Trinity League game. And I talked about how the pressure was going to be bigger, bigger crowds, and the intensity and the physicalness. That was going in one ear and out the other because they had nothing to compare it to. Now they've got one under their belt. So you, you've got to watch out how you skin the cat. You want to keep their confidence up. They're good players, don't get me wrong, but you, you, you want to make sure that you're teaching them, keeping their confidence, yet creating some urgency with them. So, but I mean, yeah, I'm pleased with it, you know, and obviously the future looks good. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. We're talking with uh, legendary head coach Bruce Rollinson of Modern Day Tonight on High School Football America. His uh, opposing coach, Jason Negro, who's done a wonderful job at St. John Bosco, was on the show earlier. If you missed any of it, uh, make sure you listen to it in our archives at highschoolfootballamerica.com. I was out at the Monarchs practice on Monday talking to uh, Coach Rollinson and several of the players, including JT Daniels, who we'll have up here in a second. And that's where we're going to make the transition to uh, Coach Rollinson knows a thing or two about great quarterbacks. Uh, they've uh, they've had their share of them at modern day, and uh, JT looks like he could be one of the uh, one of the best. He's already broken uh, the last guy to start as a freshman, uh, Matt Barkley's records. Uh, Barkley going on to USC, and then of course to the NFL. And uh, JT in 119 tosses this year, only one pick with 18 interceptions. And when I talked to Coach Rallo about uh, JT, uh, a lot of the things we focused on were the fact that uh, this young man uh, is good on the field because of what he does off of the field. He says he puts a lot of time in, and that's kind of the key to his, his success. Well, you know, when, when you talk about JT Daniels, I always look at things in a series of tests. Obviously, the first test would be this last spring when we brought him up. And he had a very good spring, uh, you know, but McDonald, who unfortunately was, uh, was injured in the, in the second game. But I thought JT was right there with him summer passing league summer practice the grind he passed that test he was he had some great success in passing and so you know the competition was hot and heavy uh, tragically the the number one guy so who knows how this thing plays out but he gets hurt here comes JT so now we've got all these new tests which it's like, a, you know, a freshman taking the SATs, you know, we hand him the keys to the race car and say, whatever you do, don't crash it. And the kid just took off from there. Uh, he makes all the throws for us. He's very cerebral in the fact that he can adjust the, the, the protections. Um, you know, in, in, in the Orange Lutheran game, I saw him walking up, and we're in, we're in a back and forth, you know, it's like a, you know, a, a, a Baylor game, you know, they score, we score, they score, we score. And I see him walk back up, and I'm going, look at this, he's going to change the protection. And I knew what he would go to, so that freed the back out of the backfield. He hits him right as he clears the line of scrimmage, and then and LaMarche goes 55 yards. That was this kind of the, the, the knife in the back that pretty much put it in our favor. And I just went, 
wow, he's a freshman and he just did that. Yeah, we practiced it, but he hadn't seen that look all night. He recognized the look, changed protections, bang, hits the hot route, and, you know, the next thing you know, we're celebrating in the locker room. <laughs> and you said he puts a lot of time in. He loves yeah. film study and all yeah. that. I mean, why, why do you think a, a kid that young has that sort of hunger for that sort of knowledge that will make that play work? You know, I, I've said this oftentimes, you know, quarterbacks, we've had a whole bunch of them that are very successful. We've had a whole bunch who thought they were going to be successful and we judge it by what they do in the classroom. They can all throw the football and we, you know because of the, the, the thoroughbreds that we've had obviously this is the first stop on the block for a lot of dads in the seventh and eighth grade and it, it's I don't want I, if a kid doesn't want to study the game if he just thinks he can come out at three o'clock and throw it around the yard it's not going to happen they can go to another school probably have success but the way we teach it we, we we want them prepared we want them again you know to to be able to put us in the best situation to win we I've always believed Jeff that you can teach kids anything, okay? I think people sell kids short a lot of times because they'll say, well, they can't do that. Why not? If you teach it, they can do it. And we teach a lot to our quarterback. We put a lot of responsibility on their shoulders. Barkley had that it factor, and I'm not talking about throws. I'm talking about the it factor of I should have bought him a coaching shirt because he was the last one out of the facilities with the coaches. Leinert had it, okay? Going all the way back, John Flynn in 94 had it. Billy Blanton in 91. They, they wanted to be perfect. They wanted, they thrived on interacting with the coaches what if they do this what if they do that that's when you know if he's got the arm along with that kind of study you're going to have something special talking with modern day head coach bruce rollinson met him at the practice on uh, on monday and also spoke to several of the players including freshman quarterback jt daniels who is off to an incredible start uh, handled the interview just like a a veteran would not uh, some young man who's just uh, five games into his high school career one of the things that jt and i talked about was the overall youth of this team and uh, how he feels they have progressed over the course of the uh, first half of the season i think we've the game experience has been a real big help for us uh, I feel we've all improved very well in consistency. We got to keep getting better there. The senior leadership's uh, helped a lot. We've become real comfortable in our spots now, thanks to a lot of it to the senior leadership and coaching. Sometimes it's the media that makes some of this stuff up. You know, we're oh, they're a young team and all. I mean, do you young guys talk about that at all, or is at this point, you know, you're going into game seven? It doesn't matter. You guys are seasoned, you know, high school players in the Trinity League. Yeah, I mean, it was real weird when we did talk about it, you know, coming into the season. It was like, wow, we're a real young team. It's pretty cool. But by now, nobody even thinks about it. It's not in our minds. It's, you know, we've, we've played enough. We've, we've, we've played enough. You know, we know what to expect, so. Last time we asked, uh, Coach said, you know, he, one of the things he loves about you, you love to study film. You're a geek, and we know the lineage of things here. So two-part two question. A, how much pressure is on you? To, to live up to the name that I don't have to tell you, all the names that are yeah. before you? And, and how much time do you put into the film study and that to make yourself better? Yeah, I mean, I don't really, I don't try and put the pressure on myself. You know, I mean, I, I put pressure on myself to perform for my team right now. Because, you know, they do it all for me and I'll do it all for them. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I really like to put the time in on the film. Coach Money's really helped me uh, learn to dissect film. And he always gives me a great game plan, so I like to learn that and make sure I'm real comfortable with it every week. Olu, first time in the Trinity League. Any way to put into words what it's like to play in the Trinity League now that you've actually done it from the last time I talked to you? Oh, it's a real step up. Those guys are bigger than you, faster than you, stronger than you. You know, you just got to rely on your coaching and rely on your team. Always rely on your team because they were there for me the whole game. That's freshman quarterback JT Daniels for Modern Day. Uh, obviously, the team very young when it comes to uh, what's happening on the field. But on the sideline, well, that's a different story. Bruce Rollinson's been around the Trinity League for a long, long time, uh, almost three decades. He knows what needs to be done in the big games. And uh, Monday at practice, I talked to uh, Coach Rollinson about uh, the things he's talking to his team about to make sure that they're ready to go against the number four team in the nation. Well, I'm talking two things to them since, you know, since we left the locker room after the win last Friday night. I'm talking to them that it's about us. It's not about them. 
it's about us getting ourselves in a position that we don't beat ourselves okay if we get beat by a better football team i'll be the first one to admit it okay the second thing is i'm talking to them about three p's preparation okay performance and the third p is that you deal with the adversity of the game prevail okay we're in the preparation stage right now we have to have great practices but we've got to build their confidence the the performance is on them and within that performance there's going to be ups and downs in the flow of the game they have to deal with the ups and downs and that's how we're, we're going to skin the cat i mean bosco's bosco he's done a great job you know and this is this is what our staff looks forward to okay these big games are what we like to do Yep, no doubt about it. Coach Rollinson was ready to go on Monday, as you uh, heard us talk earlier. JT Daniels, the freshman quarterback, uh, loves to look at film. He's seen, he has seen a lot of what the Braves are all about. They're a fine defensive unit, quick as can be. So uh, we wrap up this uh, preview of Modern Day in St. John Bosco with JT Daniels' take on what the Monarchs are going to have to do Friday night to get a win against the Braves. You know, you know how good, we all know how good Bosco is defensively. Super quick and strong up front, great secondary, great linebackers. They're another real good team. It's going to be a fun game. It will indeed. Looking forward to checking it out. Make sure you'll see, uh, you'll be able to get all the highlights and the postgame sound on highschoolfootballamerica.com tomorrow night. That's going to do it for the show. Hope you enjoyed our preview of the uh, big showdown between number four, St. John Bosco, and number 11, Modern Day. Again, lots of big games around the country. Keep up with all the scores, the top 25 scoreboard, the state-by-state scoreboards powered by ScoreStream, live and searchable. Uh, everything will, uh, actually, they're rocking and rolling right now for Thursday Night Football, and every Everything gets started with the East Coast games uh, Friday, and also we'll have it on Saturday. Everything working there for you. I want to thank uh, Jason Negro, head coach of the St. John Bosco Braves, for joining us, along with Coach Rollinson and JT Daniels, his freshman quarterback. Looking forward to the game, and uh, we wish good luck to everybody this weekend, including in Alaska, where a couple of teams will grab their, uh, their championship hardware as the uh, season comes to a close in Alaska. Yeah, folks, it's clicking along. Before you know it, it's going to be all playoff action across America. want to thank, in addition to ScoreStream, our partners, USA Today. Go to USA Today High School Sports, USA Today HSS.com. Check out the Super 25 and all the high school football news from around the country, plus other sports as well as we get ready for the winter season. Yeah, if we're halfway through October, you know, basketball and wrestling and swimming and all that's right around the corner, that's for sure. Also brought to you tonight by Echo 1612. Get an instant replay on your sideline by the guys that created this. Everybody else is following them. Get your uh, booth camera, your end zone camera all tied in nice and neatly. You don't have to shoot it on an iPad. It just comes in on your iPad. Echo 1612.com is where you go to get more info. Uh, get your game film broken down by Crossover. Uh, that's Crossover with a K. Crossover.com forward slash football for a free five-minute demo. They break down your game film. They tag it. They put it in a nice, neat report. It allows you to coach. It doesn't have you wasting your weekends there uh, away from the family breaking down game film. They get it done real quick and real fast for you. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at the Debris Inhibitor Razor, made by Southern Sport. Get your pink spats. Keep the pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes with the TDI Razor. Razor with a U, R-A-Z-U-R. That's TDIRazor.com. Get a discount on your order by putting in the code when you go to their website, HSFA. And... Don't forget that they have more than just pink spats for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which are front and center right now in October. They also have 23 other colors. This is a great product, folks, and I know that when I come home from uh, Santa Ana Stadium on Friday, I'm going to have those pesky rubber pellets in my shoes. I told Joey Tykert at, uh, at TDI Razor he needs to get me some of those all-purpose ones so I can keep them out of the place and keep Trish Hoffman from yelling at me. I found some earlier this week laying on the floor from uh, the last game. Anyway, it's crazy stuff. So anyway, please uh, patronize all of our sponsors. And uh, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Again, come back to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com throughout the weekend for all of your updates on the scores and uh, all the stories and the, the highlights and post-game comments on tomorrow's St. John Bosco Modern Day game. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from sunny Southern California, 
You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network.